What's up there fans? It's Piper the DJ with another round of Trending Mobile Technology. This is episode 9 for the week ending 10 November 2012. Topping the stories for this week, Angry Birds Star Wars Edition is on the shelves. That's right folks, Angry Birds is one of my guilty pleasures and seeing it merge with Star Wars did nothing but enhance my enjoyment for the game. I found it challenging, overall entertaining, and extremely addicting. Microsoft thinks that they're going to be developing, quote, a similar device to the Surface. Now, Stephen Elop, when he was asked about this particular device, he said, quote, it's an effort to stimulate the market and increase the Windows mobile popularity, unquote. Now, Steve Ballmer, when he was asked the same question, he was referring to the Surface when he said, quote, this is our core, we'll just see what happens, unquote. So The Verge undertook the investigation a little bit further, and they contacted some of the Japanese manufacturers that are in a part of de- developing the Surface and manufacturing it. And what they've come up with is that it's supposed to be compatible with the Xbox operating system designed for gaming. It will also run a forked version of Windows Mobile 8. Now what that exactly means, we're not quite sure. There hasn't been an official announcement, but we will see what we'll see when we get there. The iPad Mini, yes, it has sold out, but overall it has missed the sales mark. Reviewers as a general state, quote, it's pretty, but it's disappointing, unquote. Citing there's no retina display, the 4x3 display is a little bit annoying. Overall, we just think it's a rushed project in an effort to get something out to compete against the Nexus 7. Out of 10 reviewers, 4 gave it a thumbs up, the other 6 gave it a definitive thumbs down. The overall recommendation is if you are looking for a mini tablet and you need one now to get the Nexus 7. If you have your heart set on a smaller iPad, wait until sometime early quarter two of 2013 and wait for Apple's new software and hardware announcement where they'll probably have a new one out uh, that does support Retina. There's a website out there that's been getting a lot of assistance to the folks that have been hung up in uh, the severe storm Sandy. Openwireless.org has been a great assistance to the folks out east in keeping folks connected uh, to the internet. Now what that does is there's an application inside there that allows you to go onto your wireless network and set up a portion of it to be open to where you can say if you have uh, an upstream of 10 megs, uh, you can portion off uh, 2 megs to be open network, that way folks passing by, you know, who might be displaced from their home or out of power or something of that nature, they can log into your wireless network and utilize your services in an effort to stay in contact not only with email and chat and Facebook, but also with loved ones, perhaps through Skype or something of that nature. So just here's a little quick tip for you folks. 
openwireless.org. Uh, they've got all the uh, terms of service out there. They take care of all of it for you. You know, you don't have to worry about people abusing it, you know, and you being held accountable for stuff like that. But it's a great resource out there. I looked into it. It looks like something that's really appealing to me. Uh, ironically, I live in the Midwest. And uh, specifically with where I live, I'd be a little hesitant on, uh, on having a, a portion of my network open to anybody. But as I will be moving in the very near future for school, uh, it might be something I might look into uh, as a service to, to my fellow students. Now, CNET and MasterCard have joined forces here. And what they've done is they've gotten together with Google Wallet. And what they're going to produce is a physical credit card. Now, those of you that are familiar with Google Wallet, here's what it is. You can program your bank accounts into this cloud service called Google Wallet. And Google Wallet will manage these accounts for you for payments. You can have, uh, NF it's NFC compatible, uh, it's also Wi-Fi assisted, uh, there's a lot of uh, parking meters that have NFC chips in them, so if you have an NFC device, you can go up to the, the parking meter, tap it, and it will automatically pay your uh, meter for the designated amount that you select and load it directly on there. There's also quite a few stores that uh, have what's called auto purchase. For example, if I were to go to Starbucks and, uh, and I order the same thing every time, I can program into Google Wallet that I want a uh, large cappuccino or whatever, you know, pick a drink, your favorite drink at Starbucks. And as soon as your device gets in range of their Wi-Fi, your phone will automatically ping the, the clerk at the counter, your order will pop up, that way you can walk in, pick up your drink, and leave. And it's automatically paid for. Uh, they also uh, tout that Google Wallet will be, re or this card for Google Wallet will be reprogrammable. Uh, CNET has gone on the book stating that there will actually be a little bit of a keypad on this card that you just punch in your card number uh, and as it syncs with your phone and your Google Wallet, you'll actually be able to change debit cards uh, and accounts with just one single card. Now, if you're like me, I've got five different cards in my wallet for five different accounts. I've got one for my bank. I've got a prepaid card. Uh, I've got a PayPal card in there. Um, and I, I've got a, a, a school card in there. Uh, this one card will handle every plastic card, whether it be state ID, I'm sorry, not state ID, uh, any type of card that has a magnetic strip on it, this Google Wallet physical card is supposed to be able to handle. I'm keeping an eye on that, folks, because this is a technology that really intrigues me. Uh, this NFC chip and the innovations that they're taking with it are just, uh, uh, it's astounding, the things that they're doing. The near-contact technology is uh, it's a step in the right direction, and it's taking us to a place to where paper money and physical money will be virtually obsolete. So that is definitely something that, that has me intrigued, 
and uh, and I'm hoping to be able to to see that progress as time goes on. Uh, something else, as I uh, alluded to earlier, with this auto pay, there are certain stores, and I believe it's the Apple Store that they were talking about, where you can go in. Um, to an Apple store where they actually have stuff set up on the shelves and sometimes they'll have their stock, you know, like they do at like a, a department store and you can scan the code right there, pick it up and leave the store and your phone will tell the cashier that you've bought it, what you've got, your address, warranty information and all that and you don't have to talk to anybody. Uh, for those people who like to do your homework before you actually go and make a purchase, this works in your favor because you don't have to worry about dealing with anybody. You know what you want. You know exactly what you need. You go in, scan the code, and off you go. Now, the quarter three market share numbers have come in this week, and they're quite shocking. Uh, Google is up from 48.5% at the end of quarter two to 75%. iOS, or Apple, uh, dropped from 32% to 14.5%. Now, we need to pump the brakes a minute because, granted, at the end of quarter three, uh, the iPhone 5 only had about four days of sale time on this quarter. Okay, so these numbers are going to be a little bit skewed based on those sales projections. But uh, it just shows the saturation of Google, it's getting up there. It's moving. RIM, they've gotten themselves up a little bit, but they're still under the 10% margin. Uh, but we're keeping an eye on that because uh, uh, BlackBerry 10 is set to come out with uh, some new changes. Now, the Galaxy S3 is up over 30 million units sold. The Samsung Note 2 is over 3 million units sold. Uh, un ironically though, ironically, the iPhone 5 is still the fastest selling uh, device out there on the market, uh, touting, uh, I believe 20, no, I'm sorry, 17,000 units in one weekend. So we're keeping an eye on those numbers to see what changes, what moves around, and what increases as times go on. Now with Google getting up uh, to the 75% market share, that brings to mind the operation system fragmentation. The newest numbers as of today, Jelly Bean is on 2.7% of devices out there, Ice Cream Sandwich has shot up to 26%, Gingerbread is at 53.9%, and Froyo is at 12%. Now, with Google continuing to announce the releases of new operating systems, this is putting the pressure on the manufacturers. It's not Google's problem if you can't get the new operating system, okay? It is not Google's fault. It's the manufacturer and the airtime provider. Um... When, when Google releases a new source code, they make that source code available to the manufacturers who in turn make it available to the airtime providers like AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, U.S. Sailor, and all that kind of mess. Uh, and, and typically speaking, uh, the airtime providers have told the 
uh, manufacturers what they want, what they need, and so it's up to the manufacturer to make sure that the update gets sent out. Now here's the problem that we're running into. Because airtime providers want to lock down their phones and keep it all proprietary, they're causing a bottleneck from the manufacturers like Samsung and LG, HTC, uh, and all your major smartphone devices. They're causing a bit of a bottleneck there because the, the suppliers can't keep up with the demand of the updates. There's a lot of pressure there. What's my solution to that? As always, unlock the phone, keep it unlocked, allow the developer community to do what it does. I mean, every time there is a new system of Android that comes out, it hits the developer community and it takes off like wildfire. Every time there's a new device that hits the market, it hits the developer community and it takes off like wildfire. Uh, airtime providers are looking for new and creative ways to lock down phones to uh, inhibit the or prevent the developer community from doing what they do. But I will tell you, the developer community has a lot of smart people in it. I've interacted with quite a few of them, and they are very intelligent, uh, ironically smart people. And, and as far as this goes, if, if the suppliers can't keep up with it because of the restrictions that the airtime providers are putting on it, you need to stop complaining to the supplier, like Samsung or LG. Talk to your airtime provider. Talk to AT&T. Talk to Verizon. Talk to Sprint. Say, hey, look, stop locking down my device. I want the new operating system, but if I do that, that requires me rooting my phone, and thus, I will void my warranty. I don't want to void my warranty, but I want to be able to stay up to date. Remember what I said a few weeks ago, folks. When uh, you have a problem with your device and you call the help desk, if you have an unfamiliar operating system, the help desk cannot effectively assist you. That's why the airtime providers go through all this garbage and rigmarole and effort to lock down the phone. They also do it so they can keep track of their devices a little bit better because unlocked phones you can take to just about anywhere. Uh, they're trackable by the ESN, but you can take an unlocked phone from Verizon and I can put it on the AT&T network and get away with it if I so choose. Uh, but you know, the, the suppliers, it's not their problem. It's the airtime providers because of all the restrictions and everything else that they're putting on. As far as I'm concerned, the phones, when you buy that phone, it's yours. Okay? It's yours. You've paid your money for it. You're the one that has to use it. Therefore, you should be the one who has the right to say what happens to it. If you want to change the operating system and there's a new operating system that's out there that proves itself to be uh, safe, then you should be able to use it despite what the manufacturer says, despite what the, the airtime provider says. Make the educated decision, know what your risks are, and then move forward from there. 
Now, additionally, uh, for those Amazon users that are out there, Amazon Cloud Service is up. Uh, It's called Amazon Cloud Drive. It was up and running earlier this week. It has been reported with issues, uh, some having uh, two, three, and four duplicate files of particular pictures and things like that, but it is running. We're keeping an eye on that in the next few weeks. Uh, Hopefully, they'll be able to get their issues sorted out, and they'll be able to move forward from there. Uh, Also, big story this week. Remember how a few weeks ago I said SoftBank was buying Sprint? Yeah, that happened. Uh, They bought 70% of Sprint, who, in turn, Sprint came in and bought uh, the central market of U.S. Cellular. Now, the central market, for those who aren't fully in the know, that refers to Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Missouri. Those five states are what is classified as the central wireless market. Uh, I am a U.S. Cellular customer. Uh, I have been for many years because I like the service, I like the customer service, and overall, I like the way that I'm treated. Now, granted, I don't always have the most cutting-edge technology when everybody else does, but what I have works for me, and I appreciate the way that I'm treated by the folks at U.S. Cellular. I contacted U.S. Cellular, and I asked them, what is going on with this? Why are you doing this? What are you going to do with the thousands of customers that you have in the central market that are going to be displaced once the sale goes through? And they're saying, oh, it's going to be nine months. I said, time out. The reason why Sprint is buying you is because SoftBank has invested in them. And that took all of about, oh, maybe a month. And you're saying nine? I don't think that's awful right. But anyway, so U.S. Sailor, according to them... Uh, the central market isn't proving as lucrative for them uh, as some of the other markets, whether it be the east or the west or either of the coasts. Uh, They're saying it's harder for them to maintain the technology uh, in this area and maintain with the promos where they might be making profits on the east and the west. They're They're losing money in the central market, so therefore it's a better decision overall in profits uh, to, to just go ahead and lose this market and focus more on the East and West where they have uh, a better uh, success and profitability. Uh, once again, this is just you know greed and panic. The whole thing coming down to corporate America wants more money and the only way that they can do it is by buying, selling, and then reinvesting. In this case, they're selling and they're going to reinvest in some of their other markets to move things forward. Uh, The LG Nexus 4 is on its way out, or on its way to the shelves, uh, scheduled to hit sometime, I think next week, if I'm not mistaken, and overall, reviewers are saying the Nexus 4 is a good device. Uh, Granted, it does not have LTE, and as a flagship phone for Google, there's a lot of folks that are scratching their head, but... The device on its own with hardware and software specifications, it's holding up and it's keeping up with the hype. 
So we're going to keep an eye on the LG Nexus 4, see what happens to it. Uh, it's proving to be a beautiful device, very nice overall, and it, it's going to be a, a lot interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see how that LG device holds up when it comes to uh, the Christmas holidays. Now, a couple weeks ago, Fat Ninja from Game Talk Radio, uh, you can find him on the Uber Geeks Network on Podbean.com, uh, he asked me uh, to do a little spiel on uh, social networking. And he said, you know, just take the top three, four, or five, or whatever. Uh, obviously, I'm going to talk about Facebook. And as Facebook did make the news quite a bit this week for some of the things that they're coming out with, uh, I'm going to hit on them this week. Uh, next week will probably be Twitter. Uh, but right now, I want to get into Facebook. Yes, right now, that is the number one uh, social networking community. Uh, family members get on there to keep track of each other. Uh, employers keep in contact with employees. Uh, churches keep in contact and organize uh, meetings through there. Uh, there's just lots of different things you can do with Facebook. Now granted, the mobile environment for Facebook is lacking no matter what app you're using. There is no real uh, efficient app for Facebook that's out there right now unless you want to talk about Windows Mobile 8 which says they have better Facebook integration. But uh, overall there is no real uh, efficient mobile environment for Facebook. 90% of your Facebook users log in from a desktop. Uh, I'm one of those people where I'm the other way around. 95% uh, of the time, I'm logging in from a mobile device. The other 10% of the time, or the other 5% of the time, I'm sorry, I'm actually sitting in a desktop uh, because I'm looking at pictures that get uploaded for my kids or various things like that. I do not use Facebook for a, as a social outlook. I use it to keep track of family members uh, and, and close friends to me. Uh, there, I, I don't make my Facebook public to people just for the simple fact I do have a lot of stuff on there uh, concerning my kids and, uh, and I just like to keep stuff like that a little bit more private. Now one thing that Facebook did come out with is a corporate Wi-Fi system. Now what is that? What is the corporate Wi-Fi system? Here's the way it works out. Let's say you own a business. You contact the folks at Facebook. They will supply you with the router. And what happens is if you have a client that comes in, they can log on, say, hey, there's an open Facebook network, and log into your router and access their Facebook account. Now, what that does is that it, it's a low security system that uses the Facebook network. Additionally, uh, you can log in to get special Facebook uh, promos, whether it be for your service or for another service that might be close by. Uh, and it does an auto check-in for you. Uh, it keeps, you know, it, it gives you another opportunity and another aspect to keep in contact not only with yourself but those around you, socially speaking. Uh, they're still working on the terms of service for that. Uh, it hasn't fully come to come out of the closet, uh, you know, for release and production. But it is something that is on the books. Probably looking end of quarter one for 2013. Uh, but we'll keep an eye on that. You know, Facebook, it's continuing to get bigger and bigger and bigger. 
there, there's lots of different reviews on the the new desktop version of Facebook. Some are liking it, some aren't. Some are saying it, it's starting to look a lot like MySpace, you know. Uh, but all in all, Facebook is a good way to stay connected. It's a good way to stay in contact with people. And, uh, and overall, I would give Facebook the number one spot in my book for social networking. So if there's anything that, that you need, you can, nine times out of ten, you can find just about anybody on there. Uh, whether it be good, bad, ugly, you know, you name it. Um, I've had folks who I haven't heard from in over 20 years who found me on Facebook. And, uh, and, and we keep in contact through Facebook because, you know, with as much time as has gone by, uh, I'm just not in that kind of position where I want to... Uh, where I want to keep in contact with these folks, you know, whether it be through phone or text message or something like that. But it is, it is definitely a social networking tool. Uh, next week, like I said, I'll probably get into Google Plus. The week after that, I'll probably, or I'm sorry, next week I'll get into Twitter. The week after that, I'll get into Google Plus, do some more talking on stuff like that. Uh, stay tuned because in the next week or so, I've got a Black Friday special coming after you. Uh, I've, I've got uh, I've got stuff that's going to be coming in for Black Friday sales. Uh, I really think that the mobile industry is going to be this year's electronic focus. Uh, uh, tablets and phone I'm sorry, phones are getting bigger. Tablets are getting smaller. Uh, there's a lot of people going to school that are using these devices. A lot of universities are gearing more toward a mobile classroom. Uh, textbooks are becoming mobile and electronic. Uh, I just, I really think that that this year, it's going to be the electronic push. But where electronics would usually be a computer or a television, uh, this year it's going to be uh, either a tablet or a smart device. Uh, so keep your ears right here at Trending Mobile Technology. I will uh, definitely keep you up to date on those as they are available to me. Now, make sure you keep in contact, folks, over on Blog Talk Radio, the Trending Topics Network. Uh, they got a boatload of shows over there. They got the Frogcast with Captain Awesome and Lester Greystone. Uh, they got NFL Easy Picks with Heavy Set and Joe Bennett. Uh, they've got the Real MF and News with, the, with uh, Ultimate MJR. Uh, they've got uh, uh, Old School at the Movies with Mr. Old School and, and, and all his guys from Canada. Uh, they've got uh, Independent Spectacular with A.H. Walker and P.K. Punk. And they've got Tunes, which is, uh, which is a, a show that I can appreciate myself. Uh, I have an opportunity to call in on a regular basis. Jack and Brian, you know, they, they sit and they talk about the 80s. They talk about the 90s. They talk about current events. And they talk about stuff that just appeals to the general public. So uh, make sure you follow the Trending Topics Network on Blog Talk Radio. Also, while you're on Blog Talk Radio, scoot over to CSTC and look up Jason Rivera, where he's got Asked and Answered and Sunday School. Asked and Answered is where he'll sit back, and he will answer any questions that you may have. Uh, Sunday School, it's where he goes over the top two in mainstream wrestling, TNA and the WWE. Also, over here on Podbean... Check out uh, the Uber Geeks. That's U B E R G E E K Z dot podbean dot com, where you can find X Factor, 
and Fat Ninja Game Talk Radio. That's it for this week, folks. There is a big old lid dropping down on Episode 9 for Trending Mobile Technology. I am Piper the DJ. Good night.